It's no way that they go free. One man is going to be bound and be held accountable by the rest of them in faith. I've got a picture of Christ in it. Didn't Christ say that in the garden of heaven? When Christ was in the garden and soldiers and that band of Pharisees and soldiers came to apprehend him, what did he say? You know? He said, You sit there. Let me stay. Take me. Bind me, and they did. They took him and bound him for their eyes. And they went down the street. And so Simeon here's a picture of that also. Verse 25. Now, here's Joseph's character at his birth. And they still don't know him. They don't know him. But they're being changed, and they're being saved. <laughs> they're being saved. You know? They're being saved. This, is, this whole story is a type of salvation. They're being saved. From the time that they heard the call, they're calling Their salvation is salvation. But see, this is, this is the way it is. In God's salvation, when the gospel comes, in time God first arrests, uh, opens our ears to hear the gospel call, there's mercy, there's grace for the good. There's a loyal master who we must go to. How many persons would be in Paul said in the Corinthians, he said, Oh, I thank God who has delivered us, who doth deliver us, and I trust we yet deliver us. <laughs> you see, all God's people were delivered, were saved when God gave the commandment. When God gave the order, when God purposed it before the world began, when God chose the people, they were as good as saved right there. But now, in time, they had to be saved. Christ had to come, be made flesh, and dwell amongst us, and be made a native woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, to, to uh, pay their sins. Work out their righteousness. And to do this in time. And in time, we've got to hear the, the gospel. And he said to me, every one of my people, all angels in the sun, all of the sons will be saved. And they all hear this gospel call. Every one of them, my sheep hear my voice, he said. They hear this gospel call. And they repent of their sins like these sons of Jacob. And then the Lord himself communes with us. And he shows, and he shows us himself. He reveals himself. They don't know him yet, really. But Joseph knows and loves him. And he's purposed their salvation. Look at verse 25. Then Joseph commanded to fill their sacks with corn. Joseph gave the command. Salvation is of the Lord. 
And when he, they're saved when he says so. They're not saved when they say so. They're not saved when the family says so. They're not saved when the preacher says so. They're saved when God says so. And he gives the command. And when he gives the command, it stands fast. The Lord gave the command, and it stood fast. He said, I've spoken it, I'll do it. He said this in Psalm 133. The Lord commanded the blessing. Lord commands for us to be filled with the Spirit. Lord commands us to be filled with the gospel. Open their mouth, I'm going to say. Open their ears, I'm going to give them ears. Open their hearts, I'm going to plant the way to Even before we knew him, he gave the command to fill us up. Look at the next line. He said, And Joseph gave the command to restore every man's money to his son. Now, the Egyptians were paying for this book. Mesopotamian paintings were paying for this book. Hittites, 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 whatever else. They were all paying for this book. Everybody was paying for this book. But not Joseph. It's true. This poem was true. This wine and milk was without money. And he commanded, store every man's money. This is all a picture of what Christ has given us uh, that we lost in Adam. And we lost the spirit. He said, fill us. Uh, he restored us back to the Father and given us every provision. Adam had to earn it. Or he called, give it to us. Look at, look at the next one. Give them provision for the Lord. Provide their every need for the Lord. Fill their sight. You see, this is something in addition to even the filling of the sight. Fill up their sights with corn. Give them money. You know, give them the money back. Make them run for opening. And uh, give them a little bit of extra for the Lord. Give them some of that. Those leeks and onions and garlics. <laughs> what do we got? Give them some of that. <laughs> or give them anything else. You just kept giving it to them. Provision for the world. We sang no song, did we? And all we'll provide. And all we'll be in. All right. Verse 26. And so they laid their asses with corn and departed them. Now, <laughs> they came laden with you. And they laid laden. They came laden down with you. If you come hungry here on Wednesday night or Sunday morning, what else? Who's hungry after the night? Hmm. Blessed are they that are hungry and thirst after the night. What is that? The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You come hungry for this righteousness, for this forgiveness, for this mercy, for this grace. You come late and heavy late, you go away late with blessings. Really? That's what he said. Open your mouth. I'll pick up. Open your mouth. Late and on the way. 
But he gave him the praise on the way. Two days later, I make a point. Two days later, two days went by. Okay? They left. <laughs> now they're troubled about Simeon. Now this is a true story. This is actually happening. He's a real leader. There's a real man in that room. There's a real family. They've got real problems, real trouble, real fears, real troubles, real afflictions. This is a real story. And it really, it really gets there. They were, they were, they were confused themselves. All sorts of troubling thoughts were going through their mind. Right? One minute they were up and the next minute they were good. One minute they were rejoiced. What's he doing? The next minute they were fearful. Now, they leave and they're troubled about Simeon. Simeon's still there. But, They've got all this cause. They've got mules laden down with corn and all the you know, goods just, just loaded down, all they carry on. Now they've got that trouble, but yet they've got all these blessings. And they've got the promise of the man. You understand what I'm saying? They've got the promise of the man right now. All that thing. It's come back where it's from. That's it. And, and, and then the rest of the last thing he said to him, he didn't mean to say, you what more could he say to them than what he said? He like, and he gave them all these tokens of his goodness. Why would he, if he's going to kill Samuel, if he's going to kill them, why would he give them? Why would he give them? And made all these promises. I don't have to do it. It's a true man. He's running that down the phone back. That's it. <laughs> See, his commandments are not good. See this? And they're very wrong. Well, but they're still. You see these things, are, they're tempered. Remember the, the passage in Ecclesiastes 1? They're very prosperity to consider. They're very diversity. But the Lord has set the word again forever to the end that man not, not, not find anything after. We will not have problems and afflictions along with the blessing. Right. So we won't want failure. We find nothing to do. No lasting happiness and peace. Well, the two days went by, okay? They're on the road. It's a long way. Where am I at? <laughs> it's a long way. From where I got those maps that we can look at. From Egypt all the way back to it's been on foot, but they're walking. It's a long journey. And you know they're talking about all these things. Doubts and fears and troubles and yet he seems like a good man. This Lord on his hand, and he he acts like he's I know he's fearfully fearing and he's a great master, but he's got time looking at that. And I think, I bet you Reuben said to you that, I, I, I think he, he looks familiar to me. <laughs> he looks like somebody, he acts like he knows us. Treat us 
Well, anyway, they went on. In verse 27, they stopped in an inn, okay? They stopped on the way. And so one of them opened his sack to give his ass some time to eat, and he swallowed money. It was in his mouth and You see, they gave this money. They thought they were going to buy this time, and they gave the money. And Joseph gave commandment. Come think of that. It's free to my It's free to me. He said, you put that money back in their sack. And uh, see, they thought they had to pay for it. They had to do something at this cost. They thought big charity came in free. Not all this time. They pay something. And you realize how much it's going to go to. Uh, I mean, there was no point. I, this was only coming in one way. How much money should, would it have cost? When disaster strikes, when disaster strikes, these no good bones, you know, start shooting pockets of driftwood. Hardware store owners, you know, fly with the drift, $150 sheet, stuff like that. This is all the food they love in the world. How much? Did it cost? I bet it cost everything you had. It didn't cost them anything. But they gave them up. They thought it probably cost them something. Well, when they got that in, one of them, I don't know who it was, but he opened his, mouth, uh, his sack and there's money in there. And he said to his brother, My money is restored. And now it's even in my sack. And then all of their hearts failed them. And they were afraid. And they said, no, 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 look, what is this that's not done to us? That was God's own way. Well, you know, you can look at this two ways. You can look at this as a sin of rejoicing and free and full salvation that we have. What has God done for us? It's free, the salvation's free. You have women think you have to do something, you have to establish a right, you have to do the act quickly, you have to do that stuff. That's the only for the gift, that's the only condition. <laughs> the only condition to make you worthy of this salvation is that you're unworthy. It's unworthy. Free of the gift. Well, but these brethren, now what they're saying here is, oh no, what has God done to us? What has God done to us? You see, all these blessings, blessing on top of blessing, blessing on top of blessing, promise after promise, yet they were, God, God, God can give us. God can give us now. You ever think that? How long have we lived now? Sixty some years? Huh? Seventy some years? Let me ask you something. Let me ask the oldest man in there, none of us. Charles Ross, thank you. After all this time, I bet you, I bet you, even after all this time, you think, you stop and think. 
They need to be mindful of that. Ever mindful of this, don't they? Keep that in mind, don't ever, don't ever forget that. See, that makes Joseph. <laughs> they keep remembering what they, you know, what they are. That makes this man's mercy that much sweeter. That makes this man's grace that much more gracious. That makes this man's kindness just every ounce of kindness, every grain of coal that is infinitely worth it. Keep that in mind, boy. Keep that in mind. Now, they're, they're guilty. They really are. And they should be fearful. They should be. But uh, they don't really yet realize who they're going to be. They just don't fully realize. That's true. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself. But when Joseph reveals himself to him, he, he says it twice. I'm your brother. They, they just scared to death and they find out who he was sick. And they're fearful. They're no good. But boy, he's good. And that ought to just believe all their fear. Well, all right, verse 35, I got the hurry. Now, he told, they went home, and I'm not going to read those verses there, 29 through 34. They went home and told their dad. That was their confession. They confessed a loyal thing. That's what they did. They confessed the Lord on the throne. They confessed that they won't get to go back unless they bring the Son with them. And what a picture of our confession that is. Verse 35. And all of them, when they came, it came to pass, as they all lifted their sacks, behold, every man's mother and mother was back. It was three dollars. Not just one of them. All of them. All of them. And so it is with the gospel of salvation. And uh, verse 36, their, their father, Jacob, he said, uh, he reminds them again of their guilt. They, they, from, this, from here on out, they, they, they don't forgive who they are. You understand? They, they don't forgive who they are. Nobody will let them. <laughs> the father reminds them. Look at it. He says unto them, uh, me, have you believed in my children? He, did, he didn't suspect them about Joseph, did he? They were saying that I was talking about this. Jacob knew that these fellows had something to do with Joseph. Me, two of them. He knew these boys. He knew them. He knew them. And so it is with all of us. We're guilty. All of us are very guilty. Concerning the death of God's son. Huh? Yes, we are. Let me read to you from Isaiah 53. It says here, in light of this, this will mean something to you. Surely he has borne our grief, carried our sorrow, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. With his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We, we all have turned every one to his own way. But the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted. Remember Joseph? He was oppressed and afflicted. We didn't hear anything from him. 
the open man is mad. He's gone to the land and the slaughter and the sheep and all her shears is done. So he opened him not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. Who shall declare his generation? And Joseph was not to be dead. Yet he pleased the Lord to bruise him. To put him to grief. God made his soul not into sin. He shall see his seed. <laughs> he shall prolong his days. He's not dead. Joseph's not dead. He's on the throne. You have to learn his day. The pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Prosperous man. He shall see the travail of his soul and be satisfied. And by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify him. <laughs> and I'll provide him a portion with the grace. <laughs> and he will, he will divide the spoil. Well, in verse uh, 36, Joseph said, uh, everything's against me. All flesh is enmity against God. Reuben here, I've got to finish this chapter. Reuben said to his father, slay me, slay my two sons if I bring them home. Reuben tried to be sure of it. Reuben said, let me be sure of it for Benjamin. Play my two sons. And I'll bring him back again. Verse 38, Jacob said, Father said, No, he's not going with you. Reuben can't be sure. Oh, Judah can't. Huh? Judah can't. You see, in the very next chapter, Judah said, Let me be sure. Jacob said, Okay. Who changed his mind? It wasn't time yet for the son to go and redeem Simeon and all the rest of it. It wasn't time yet. But it will. In the fullness of time. In this story. In the fullness of time. The father will send the son and redeem him all. And when the Lord on the throne sees that son, I'll leave him with a shout. <laughs> all right. Let's stand. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for our Lord on account of his great mercy, grace, and kindness to us. Our elder brother, our Lord and Master, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, whom you sent before us to save much people alive as it were this day. We thank you for this story and for understanding of it. The uh, flesh and blood doesn't reveal it to us but the Father. Now we thank you that you have revealed these things unto us and our children. We thank you. Bring us together again this Lord's day Watch over your people. Bring them back safely. We meet again. In Christ's name, amen. It is good.